you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast where Dave and Tim discuss faith, religion, family, fun things, goofy things, and just life in general. Uh, again, my name's Dave, and here's the other half of our show. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Tim. And you were talking about goofy things, and I'm looking at that little emblem on your shirt. Oh, that's Mickey. That's where that word came from, right? <laughs> yep. Mickey's friend, Goofy. I'm glad you yeah. were talking about me. <laughs> I was the other day, I was driving a bus that was uh, the Cinderella bus, and all I kept seeing on the property was, oh, yeah, it was the one with the, it's got all the little horses and the carriage and Cinderella popping out and, and all that kind of fun stuff, and then I kept, all I kept seeing were goofy buses all day long as I'm driving around. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we were wrapping a, all the, a lot of the buses now, and, and they look yeah, really, yeah. really great. I'd take pictures, but then I could get fired for doing that. Well, if I do, oh, well, I, I, got, uh, I got a couple granddaughters that would gladly go on the, uh, I'll be happy to go on that. Uh, on the Cinderella one? On the Cinderella one, but I also have uh, a couple grandsons and a granddaughter that would be more than happy to go with me on the goofy one. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going with you on the goofy one. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's get serious here for a little bit here. Oh, okay. We're going to okay. get serious. Well, this time. okay. Serious. Just, you know, for as long yeah. as we have to. Okay. Okay. I do have to say this, and I had to type this up so I said it right. As far as today's show notes are concerned, I want to announce very loudly and clearly that I used spell check. And any misspellings are not from my fingers tapping on the letters on the keyboard. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I could not believe the typos when I, I said I found a couple. I said, "Okay, let's put a spell check." Yeah, I uh, when I I got to the point where when I I post show notes, I I'm not even looking at it anymore. <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting it out there. You know, people understand mis you know misspelled words and. I probably should. I do get rid of a lot of the spacing, though, but that's about it. Well, that's, I figured you would, but anyway. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, I was going to say, now it's up to you, Dave, but I know where you're at. So, uh, folks, you'll just, we'll, you will both uh, hope that spell check is on our side from now on. Yeah, I don't run it through spell check here. So, but hey, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, today we've got poems about Jesus being the bread of life wonder of God's ways, and a couple of amazing things God has done for me, and God's rest. Okay. That sounds so, interesting. Uh, the first poem is called Matthew 16, 6. And if you, uh, I don't have the books in front of me, but that's okay. Living, it's from Living in God's Rhyme on page 179. I tremble in fear as I write these words, not in fear of what the reader may think. I tremble in fear and awe of God that stirred my heart to believe I can be his scribe. Throughout the Old and New Testaments, there are warnings about false prophets. Warnings were given during the times of the law and again today, knowing all his people saw. During the times of the law, God's chosen ones were instructed as they sought their release to eat unleavened bread. Today we are saved by unleavened bread. Jesus, the bread of life, knew no sin. In Matthew, we find that the rulers of the law, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, fought what they saw, though seeing they were unbelieving, missing God's mighty wonder and awe. After refusing the demands of those who were blind, Jesus left the religious leaders and others behind. This is from Matthew 5. 16 verses 5 and 6. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. The disciples, perhaps confused, or perhaps like a writer confounded, wondered if what he said was because they didn't bring any bread. Knowing their discussion, Jesus asked, You of little faith, why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? And he reminded them of the times they gathered baskets and baskets of loaves that were left over, which were more, more than they had when they began. 
Jesus continued, How is it that you don't understand that I was not talking about bread, I was not talking to you about bread, but on guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees? Then the disciples knew, as we should know, that it was not the yeast used in the bread that they should guard against, but the preaching of those leaders in power and their false teaching. Today there are those who profess to know better than the rest that they teach, that the Jesus they teach, they will show you how to reach. One shortly. God's ways are not our ways, and any word we add or change that leads a one in need astray, for us life will become stranger, stranger with danger. Jesus, the bread of life, needs no yeast. Nothing needs to be added, no nothing. How do we improve on perfection? Ours through his death and resurrection. We need to read God's word. We need to pray for wisdom to know the words of man we have heard are the words that rule God's kingdom. And um, first of all, I want to say that uh, the last two lines, as I was reading these again years later after I wrote it, are... I'm thinking, are they confusing or miswritten? And it's been four years since I wrote it. And uh, my hope is that as I was trying to say that we need to pray for wisdom so we know if the word man speaks are the words of God, that his rule, that rule his kingdom. It's, uh, we need to read God's word and we need to pray for wisdom. You know that the words of man we have heard, the words that we have heard preached to us, spoken to us by man, are the words that rule God's kingdom, are the words from God, his true word. And that kind of cleared up some four-year-old misunderstanding I had. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, I, that, um, I find that interesting. <clears throat> Well, we, you know, if we've gone to church and we've we've read through the Bible, or there's been we've heard a sermon on this topic about the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and they didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah sent by God, and uh, you know, and not everybody believed him. You know, there were those who rejected him, and there were those who accepted what he had to say and and believed in him being the Messiah and followed him. And just to go back to this verse I struggled over, it is, Today there are those who profess to know better than the rest, that the Jesus they teach, they will show you how to reach. Again, that's, that's, I'm talking about the false prophets, the false teachers who are showing you another way, telling you. I don't, I don't know that they can show you, but they're trying to tell you of another way to reach Jesus. And that right. is, and that's just a false prophecy, and, it, uh, and we have to be cautious of that. And we've talked about this in prior podcasts a little bit. Yeah, we. I was going to say we talked about it last week about false prophets and false teachings. Yeah, and and, and it's it's odd that we're talking about it again, but it's very relevant. Because everybody interprets what somebody says their own way, but if you're if you're if you're reading from the Bible, what's to? I guess there is interpretation there, but it's is it really? I guess it's how you and how you say it that makes a difference. I don't. Well, maybe you I'm know, confused. I now. used to I used to be a believer that a Bible verse could mean different things to different people, and it does. Right. But in reality, there's only one meaning to everything in the Bible. I mean, Jesus says something, and he said it with a certain meaning, and that's what, and that's what we're supposed to get out of it when we read the Bible. Now, it, it may take prayer, it may take time to just reflect on it, uh, but when you mm -hmm. consider the fact, I believe that 
a lot of things that are talked about in the New Testament happened in the Old Testament. A lot of, a lot of things from the Old Testament, the prophets, were true to the time of Jesus and even into today. So I just, yeah. God is constant and he is, his truth can only be one thing. And if his word is true, then every word has one meaning. Just a matter of getting there. It may take someone else to lead us or, again, just time on our own. But, um, and I have found it much easier to read with that thought in mind because um, mm-hmm. I can remember at a time when I it was after I was married but hearing that you know there's different we we all get something else out of it yeah it can affect us I think it can affect us in different ways I mean I I may have a right. need right now that I get um, comfort from from a verse and you may have a completely different need completely unrelated what I have and you get the same thing and it may just be a verse of uh, telling us what you know what God has for us uh, leading us to pray but my may be a health thing yours may simply be uh, help me get through this week Lord you know right help me overcome the temptations that are facing me and we you know but the the verse has one meaning in saying that you know pray to God and ask for ask for his help his guidance is leading you uh, and that healing that I pray for is also a healing that you're praying for because you get healed through that uh, being led from temptation and you know you're 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 healed because you're not tempted to do those things I believe there's a healing in that also now there may be those who disagree with me but they are please leave me a message send me leave a message on the website where you can do that mm-hmm. uh, I would love to hear from you we would love to hear from you yeah yeah we would and uh, we've heard from a few but it's not exactly what we're looking for <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, people trying to solve stuff <laughs> but it, it's true I so I'm rereading the Bible. I'm, I'm reading it again for the first time in I don't know how many years we talked about it. But I read it as it is, and I don't see any other way to to, to hear what's being said than how it's being said. I don't, and I, I find it very, very disturbing that I used to like to watch other people on television who are megachurches. Mm-hmm as you would, we would talk about, and how they would change the meaning of things. And I've really begun to not hate or, or dislike, but just find the falseness has become very, very large. So I don't watch that anymore. And I don't miss yeah. it. I'd rather read the word <laughs> than hear it wrong. Yeah. I prefer to hear the truth to somebody else's version of the truth. So, yeah, and we, yeah. yeah and- I'm happy that you you found that. Uh, yeah, because it is it's false truth. What they're talking. I mean, it's their version of it. Yeah, but I, doesn't mean it doesn't matter if they make it funny or not. It is <laughs> not what God was saying. I have uh, used this in a few poems where I asked to be made aware of the truth of their lie, which is to, yeah. you know, tell me the truth about the lie that they're telling me. That it is. So anyway. <laughs> I just, and I, I got ahead of myself in these show notes, and uh, I was thinking okay. that these, just quickly go through this, these last two lines that I was okay. trying to explain. To know the words of man, we have heard as the words that rule God, are the words that rule God's kingdom. And then at the bottom of the page here, I had this note. Maybe I should have written, to know the words of the son of man we have heard are the words that rule God's kingdom, or... To know the words of man we have heard are not the words that rule God's kingdom. And I will just leave that up in the air for if someone wants to tell me, yeah, that makes okay, more sense. And you can see the you can see the show notes on the website. 
So you can read the yep. whole thing. Uh, but um, I'll work on I'll work on something. But um, I'm going to try. I'm going to leave it just like it is for now, and I'm going to say that I can do that because I have poetic license. Not that poetic license overrules God's word. So if it's wrong, I'm gonna... no. But poetic license. Poetic license works in writing poetry. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did it as 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 writing "Living in God's Rhyme" on Facebook uh, and posting it daily. Uh, when I was all well, no, it was I had done that, and then I later on had started a series of poems that I was going to put into another book, and hopefully one day we'll get there. But I had mentioned that uh, I gave a title, and I said it was going to be the fourth in the trilogy. God's rhyme mm-hmm. and, and a guy that I've become friends with on Facebook says three is a trilogy how can that be a trilogy and I replied poetic license so <laughs> yeah but that's true driver's license doesn't get you out of trouble <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh. Well, we can move on unless you got something okay. you want to sounds good no, it's, uh, it's hard to top okay. that one. This is the wonder of God's way. And I'm going to pull this out. If I don't. Living in God's rhyme. This is a copy. That's the one. And sometimes I think that's my favorite book until I go back and read poems in the other book. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. Yeah. This is on page 182, if you want to follow along. God's love is shown, and Jesus is known, as the words of King David are heard many years after, and many years before, after the creation, and before the resurrection. In times of grace, and in times of waste, God's love for us never falters, never fails. This is a love we may never understand while on this earth we are merely man. David writes, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our inequities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions. Psalm 103, verses 7 through 12. How can we on this earth understand this love? We live our lives struggling for love while we struggle at times to give our love. We shake our neighbor's hands with winter gloves. If we have fear of the Lord, the awe, the respect he deserves, we have opened the door to our heart to receive his grace. If we truly believe and accept this and are not reserved in our faith, is faithful to forgive and remember, never. Be thankful that as Isaiah writes to God, for my thoughts, as as Isaiah writes of God, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. Live in awe-filled wonder, uh, and his voice will not thunder, because of who he is as we live, he forgives. By faith, through his grace, we have the gift to forever. By faith, through his grace, we have the gift to forever live through the death of his son, who took upon himself. Be thankful God is who he is and always will be. Be thankful God loves you and loves me. Be thankful God created us in love. So by believing, we will see him in heaven above. God so loves us that he sent his only son to die for our transgressions. If his ways were our ways, we would still be dying in those transgressions. Be thankful and accept his love, the gift of his son. So one day you will be with him. With this, when this, so one day you will be with him when with this world you are done. Forgive me on that last line. My wife says I need to 
stop writing such complicated and hard to speak sentences <laughs> just for a rhyme. But uh, that's one of my favorite ones. Just uh, I can see why. About God and His love for us and what He's done and slow uh, to anger, which is interesting in itself in some ways because I can remember being a going to a multi-week study of the Bible, or not the Bible, but just in general, your your faith. And uh, you break up into small groups, and one of the questions the leader was, you know, uh, is Jesus ever angry? Is God ever angry? And right, right here it talks about he is <laughs> whatever it is, slow to anger, and uh, he withholds his anger, and uh, but as I was reading last night, Yes, his anger has come out, and he's shown it to uh, to those in the Old Testament, his chosen ones. Um, yeah, just uh, hope and pray that it's, we don't purposely go out of our way to do it. But he's, you know, I, if we got Jesus, and we we know Jesus as our Lord and our Savior, and what He's done for us, I uh, hopefully that puts us in the in the right place to try to do our best to live a life that is pleasing to him and yes we're going to sin but let's not dwell on the fact that we're going to because <laughs> maybe that'll be what we need to lead us to it I don't know yeah but when you think about it too if you're uh Wanting to make sure you're you're living a life that God would be proud of or God would be okay with, you're thinking about it so you're not doing those things that are hopefully stupid. <laughs> I know. I think that's an apt word. Well, if you I mean, knowingly do it, if you're stupid, not yes. exactly. I mean, that's just like you're driving down the wrong side <laughs> of the road. It's stupid. <laughs> You know better. You knew you didn't want to do that, but you did it, and that's stupid. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's that's me. I don't get. I, sometimes I have to put real words to real actions. Well, and sometimes you know, it's, it's, that's it. I've done stupid. I've done, I saw stupid on the way to work today. Some guy driving down the expressway <laughs> in the left lane, and he had passed me and a bunch of other cars, and all of a sudden, just passed just as he was getting too far to go to the to the exit, he crossed. Lane and yeah. good, you know. I just thank goodness the guy in the right lane was yeah. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. On oh, property. do you? Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll be in the right lane outside. They got turn left, or they'll stop in the middle of the road and pull out a map. And, yeah. Or phones, or odds. Oh, yeah. Anyways, on to the next. Well, thing. there's, just, there's um, one thing I wanted to talk about here before we left this one. Yeah, and yeah, that, please. Uh, Forgive me for uh, reading so much off the show notes, but I'm finding that it keeps my thoughts better organized because I've, I've written them down and I'm not trying to remember what it was I wanted to say. <laughs> we wander once yes, in a while, don't uh, we? One phrase in the poem had me puzzled for years. Once, he under, once I understood the meaning of one word as it relates to the Lord, my world of confusion changed. Fear of the Lord. Why should I be afraid of a loving God? I mean, I why I didn't understand that word fear. Well, because I know what fear means in this world. You're afraid. Then I did a uh, okay. Then with a little research, I found the meaning of fear of the Lord. It simply means to have a deep respect, reverence, and offer of God, of God's power and authority. I'm sure there are those listening who have known this for many years. And I'm, I, I am truly happy for you and pleased for you uh, understanding it as early as you had. But uh, as it is uh, sometimes has been said, seek and you shall find. I did. I did seek and I found. And I am so blessed to understand that. It's been a few years since I've understood it, but... Before that, it was just one of those big questions that I thought something just doesn't sound right here. But, uh, 
Yes. Fear yeah. the Lord. You have a deep respect and reverence and awe of God's power and authority. Hmm. I don't know that I've ever feared the Lord. Well. Don't know that I yeah, haven't. But that's, that's you know, that's, I think it's something that we should be conscious of all the time. Because it, uh, you see, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for me, what it would do is, uh, what it does is make me aware that there, God is there. You know, he's, he's always watching. Uh, right. It scares the, scares me sometimes to know that at the end of the day when I have to pray and ask for forgiveness of my sins and he knew it was going to happen and I'm thinking Tim if you'd only known what God knew <laughs> so try to do better that one I agree with that one I agree with <laughs> yeah okay so oh. next poem two things inspire this next poem the word amazing and bagpipes now, I love the word amazing, uh, especially when it is in the song, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And I would sing, but you don't want to hear me sing. And yes, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And I especially love the song when it's played on the bagpipe. Now, I don't know if there's any Scottish blood in me, because Dave and I, our father, was adopted. So we don't know what his heritage is. But I know mm -hmm. that the blood of Jesus has saved me by God's amazing grace. And uh, I just, of all the songs I've ever heard in my lifetime, that's my favorite. Another excellent version of it, and I didn't think to say this earlier or when I was thinking of that, but uh, Celtic Woman has a version of Amazing Grace with bagpipes. So I was doubly pleased. You can go on. You can go on uh, on YouTube or wherever you look at uh, videos and check out Celtic Woman, uh, Amazing Grace, and it is amazing. So uh, today was, uh, yeah, as we go on, apparently living in God's rhyme was the book this week because this one is also from Living in God's Rhyme. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Next book. It, it, it won the, the race three to one. Okay. Okay. I heard the music with bagpipes and a fife and knew how wonderful was life. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Standing there, I looked around, and it is in that moment I found the gift from God that was my wife. Oh, there were years with tears, years of hurry and of worry, years to forget of life's regrets, Years of joy starting with a baby boy. Years of baby girls that maybe, no, truly brought joy with the baby boy. Without these years, I would not have had fears that being alone would turn me to stone. I had the love of family because I was me. I loved them as one because I knew I had won the battle so many faced as they run the race. The race of today and what it may, what it may be, what I may be. As I have confessed, I am blessed by those who love me and what they see in this lowly man doing what he can to help them survive and stay alive. Alive in hope that they may cope with the world around and its sounds. And as they cope, my prayer for hope for all I desire is set on fire through the words of Jesus who saves us. A wretch like me that I may be a reflection, a connection, the God of love in heaven above and to help with me for others to see he changed my life he gave me my wife I'd like to say something but I don't know what to say <laughs> I'm sorry it's a good one well I think uh, I, I I have been truly blessed by being married to Mary Lou I have I agree with you uh, she has been uh, a good, she has supported me in my ups and downs. And I've been through a few years, a couple times with some baggage I carried with me. And she's still here after 48 years.
Uh, we've got five beautiful. We got five beautiful kids, mm-hmm. and uh, it was never a problem. It was just everything just came natural between the two of us, and the, as the kids came, it just it it just was okay. It wasn't a big change in your life. Yeah, it was, but it just it was natural. It was an easy. We just moved into it. And uh, I'm sure, I'm sure without a doubt that God was there to help through that. Um, and then, even today, I mean, I've had my health problems. She's cared for me then. She has had hers, and I've taken care of her that. She was some of those. Uh, and now we've got six beautiful grandchildren. I think that's that. Six, uh, yep, six. Yeah, yeah, age and range in age is from like 19 months to 26 years old. It's, a, it's quite a, but, you know, they've been a blessing and they, and um, without the kids, we wouldn't have the grandkids. And, you know, what? and just, it's all been a blessing and uh, I wouldn't have done it any differently. I, I know that our meeting was a chance meeting with friends. And uh, it just it, it grew from there. So in this this uh, yeah, I, I truly believe that God ble- I truly believe that God blessed me with uh, with her. Oh, I I agree a hundred percent. And uh, I know others who have been blessed by her too. So that is one of the good things, one of the many good things that God has given me and below Jesus and my salvation and God's love for me right up there yeah right below those (laughs) so Mary Lou when you listen to this just close your ears and because uh, I know you don't want to yeah you want (laughs) I just wanted you to know (laughs) and everybody to know there's nothing wrong. You know, with that. there is uh, marriage can be a wonderful thing, and uh, we've tried to do everything together, get things with the kids together in school as they grew up, and sports, and I think that helped. I'll bet that, it did. Yeah, that and we, as long as the kids were at home, we sat dinner at the dinner table every night, unless we got fast food, then we might eat in the living room watching TV. But that's more now <laughs> than then. Yeah. That's a that's a habit we did at home with mom and dad too, though. For the yeah, well, part. back then it was pretty normal. It was, yeah. You kept the normal around. It was pretty normal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I ever tell? I know, did I ever tell you? And it just came to mind. Forgive me for wandering. It's okay. That uh, and this was before you were born. But one night, we had popcorn for dinner. Paul and I probably thought that was the greatest thing in the world, but it was because there's no food in the pantry in the cupboards, and we, they didn't have the money right at the mo- at that time to go out and buy more food. So mom made popcorn for dinner. Really? We still had dinner. Yeah. Wow. What to do. <laughs> I always thought it was cool when we had breakfast for dinner. Yeah, that's I, yeah. I still enjoy breakfast for dinner. So do I. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not, and uh, I don't think you ever did tell me that. That's no, just, it was. Uh, well, you know, right? yeah. yeah. Well, a, a good friend who just got married, she told me once that things were a little tight for her, her mom and dad one day, and, and they had corn on the cob for dinner and potatoes. Oh. And, mashed, and that was it. That was it, huh? But, I mean, yeah. think about it. Corn on the cob and mashed potatoes, that's awful filling. <laughs> but popcorn can be a – I bet, you know, for you four, the popcorn dinner was a, a great a great evening. It was a great oh, time. I, I don't remember it, but I'm sure it was. I'm sure, I'm sure there were no complaints about dinner. I'm going to have to ask Paul about that next time I talk to him. Yeah. And, I'm and writing that down. That, no, Tim doesn't know what he's talking about. So before we have find that out, let's just let's, let's move on. <laughs> okay. We're going <laughs> to make a list of things that uh, you You're remember and I remember. And then in one of these podcasts, we'll bring Paul in. We'll do a three-way uh, in, uh, podcast just so he can confirm or deny all these things. Okay, so 
can we'll have to come to agreement. Two out of three agree, that agree <clears throat> makes it so. Happened. I agree. I agree okay. with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All going. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> I can hear the thing is I can hear him saying it. No. But I have a feeling his memory's better than mine. Well, I know it's better than mine because well, you got to remember though, you remember everything that happened around for, because of me or in my life basically. But he remembers everything that happened in yours and mine. What, He's got the stories when you were young, before I was around. Oh, <laughs> like you've got poor, the stories that, of me right. when I was boy. young. Oh, oh man. Yeah, he's I want to say this, I, I want to say this publicly for I'm sure there were times that I was a brat and other words in there too. I'm sorry. For all the times I might have embarrassed or or anything. No, you and your brother. I, I can't think of anything. I just Oh, I'm sure as I was as a kid I'm I was I'm sure you knew I, I I wasn't always happy that when I was a teenager you wanted to hang out with me. There was nobody else to hang out with. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, but see, you don't realize that because you were as old as you were compared to me, you were the cool brother in in the neighborhood because you were the old, you were the cool older brother. Because you know, you you were. I mean, all the all my friends were saying, "What's what's your brother Tim doing?" (laughs) Uh, Let's go find out. Let's go go experiment and find out. Started a daycare and made some money. Oh, you could have. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, back on to let's, the... Let's move on and... Uh, yeah. And let's go to the rest. <laughs> yes, rest. Of the story. I love God's rest. I, I, I love it. This is it. It's called rest. When life has taken your best, take a step back, but don't look around. Do not be disturbed by the sound, for all you ever need can be found, and all you will ever need all you will ever need in God's rest. And what is God's rest? I uh, read a book uh, a number of years ago by, I can't remember the guy's name, right? He had a chapter in God's rest. But uh, this is what Hebrews says about God's rest. This is from Hebrews 4, 2 and 3. Hebrews says, uh, and I am, uh, I paraphrased this, because it's easier for me to read. <laughs> Hebrews 4, 2-3 says, Those who have heard the good news and believe will enter God's rest. As a follower of Jesus, we understand what the good news is, the news of our salvation. By believing and trusting in him through our salvation, we can enter into his rest. Through our salvation, Jesus has delivered us from sin which separates us from God's rest. As we place our, oh, this, I'll read this later, but uh, that is, it's a matter of, you know, I, I feel that, okay, it just, you get, turn yourself over to God, just live for him, let him, let him guide you and lead you, and I am so much more peaceful at peace at work and at home and, I still struggle on the road sometimes, but, uh, you know, it's just a peaceful, uh, quiet, restful place. And uh, I haven't found it other than with God. I haven't found a time in my life when I could find that. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. It's, 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 I, we've talked about this off air about the changes I'm seeing because of a different life I'm living now. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent. It's life is easier when you let him take the control. Yeah. It's, and just because I have these days where I will, on my way to work, I pray for, for patience mm-hmm. and an understanding. And it's, and I have, there are days that I do it every day. There's a weeks where I do it every day on the way to work on because I deal with such lunacy sometimes <laughs> and I'm driving on the road for eight hours a day and, and with, with people who are on vacation and, and are, are looking at the sites and not paying attention to great big buses or big trucks behind them <laughs> you know, or beside them. Oh and my. So you have to, I pre, so I, but I've decided that asking for patience, 
is the best way to go about this because otherwise I'm asking for tolerance. And I don't want tolerance. I want patience. There's nothing wrong with tolerance, I don't believe. But I, I would rather be a patient person than a tolerant person. Yeah, a patient person is more forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be upset with people. I just want to. Does, okay. does it make you upset when you have continually get upset with others? Uh, it used to. It used to, okay. But not in the last few years. No, let's just say not in that. Let's just say in the last two years, no. Mm -hmm. Less and less. And now that we've started doing this, and I'm getting further and further back into the into reading the Bible and trying to live a better life. Hardly at all. I don't get upset at people anymore. I, I get upset at situations that I can't control or God can't control because somebody else asked for some somebody asked for something different. <laughs> you know what I mean? How can you get upset with somebody when they prayed or asked for something and they got it and then it, but it affects you in a way you don't like? Oh, that's a... that's why patience is what I want. Yeah, there's a that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a weird, Dave has a weird life, weird way of looking at life. Well, look at the family you grew up in. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's just go with that. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> oh, goodness. I have one last comment. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It says, I just said, as we place our faith in God, knowing that he is stronger than any situation we may find ourselves in, any situation we may find ourselves in, we enter God's rest when we have done the will of God and patiently wait to receive his promise. And that's a paraphrase from something that I read earlier. But it's just, uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's something that I need to be more conscious of, I know. And, and you go through your life, you pray, you, you try to do good. Um, mm -hmm. You have those moments when you're, well, I'm like you. I've gotten to the times where some things I see, I, I just laugh at now instead of getting upset with. And then I think to myself, damn, someone could have been hurt there. You shouldn't be laughing about it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but some things no, are I think so God, it, I think to be conscious of God's rest is uh, it's important to me now, again, now that I've written about it again, and we're talking about it, right. reminded of it, just to, to be aware of that so that I can constantly be in his rest and all it says you know if, uh, you know if we believed in Jesus where we've entered God's rest let's enjoy it yeah yeah because because he's given it to us and why wouldn't we take it yeah exactly I agree with that mm -hmm. so uh not to change the subject, but we're, we're kind of half on subject. Where can people find Living in God's Rhyme and the other books that you've written? Well, I got them sitting here on my, I got them sitting here on my desk. Is that where you keep yours? Well, I, I keep, got a I keep mine here. on an ottoman over here by the bed. Ottoman? <laughs> well, I don't know what else to call it. It's a long bench that you can sit on. and. An, yeah, an ottoman. Huh? Yeah, I think it's an ottoman. Okay. That sits in front of you over your bed. I don't know what they call those things. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a. One of them people that knows what that is. You're not is. a furniture person, okay? I got no, it. I just it, I, I sit in it, I sleep on it, I stand on it. I don't know what else to do with it. You stand on auto? Well, sometimes to get into the bed, it's kind of tall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but it's That's fun every okay. once in a okay. while. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be serious here for a couple. Of times. Oh, we're gonna be trying to be serious. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. It's okay. Yeah, why not? God's rhyme, first book. Still, I still like that cover a lot. I love it. Yeah. And I didn't choose it. I God's like that one. Will rhymes. Yep. And it's similar to something I had chosen earlier. Oh, wait a minute. That's, that was... That's God's still rhymes. Oh, this is weird. Because I picked up another... You know what I did? I brought two old copies of the first two books in. Oh, so they would match mine. So they match yours. Well, as you're doing that, let me grab mine, folks. Yeah. Know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, I've had a couple of publishers, and uh, I got to the point where my current publisher was able to uh, reduce the cost of the books. 
uh, Living in God's Rhyme is uh, $9.99, I believe. The other two books, God Still Rhymes and God's Rhymes, are $8.99. Yeah. And, See, uh, Tim, do me a favor. Hold up your copy of God's Rhyme. God's Rhyme, not God Still Rhymes. The purple cover. See, sometimes spell check doesn't even help me. That's... See, that's the, this is the one I have. This is the first version, right? This is the first one. Yeah, the purple one is the one you want to get, folks. Yeah, you won't, this you, one you, here. You can't is, buy it anymore. Yeah, this one here is the first Oops, one also, right? Correct. But this one is the one and only. Living in God's Rhyme? No, that's the first one. That's the first one also? Yes, you're supposed to be looking at this one. Oh, I should know that because of the artwork I that I, I made. <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry, folks, if you're listening to this and you're, we're talking about holding books up so you can see them, just go and, and uh, watch the videos that are available now. Yes. But anyway, yeah. that's, I'll, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you can buy them at Amazon, Google the name of a book. I didn't write that one, <laughs> but I'm writing in it. <laughs> He held up the uh, <laughs> notebook that is available, uh, not for purchase, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, you can yeah. Barnes & Noble, put in the name of a book, God's Rhyme, Tim Carter, search it, and it'll come up. Because if you just put God's Rhyme in, it's amazing how many places people have rhymed with God. Uh, they Also, you can go to Barnes & Noble online and do the same thing. Or uh, if you want, go into the store and uh, ask them to order it because I'm sure they don't have it in stock, especially if you don't live in Port Huron uh, because it's not a big seller yet. And if you do live in Port Huron and all 2,000 people I know, well, that's exaggerated. But go in there and order it. I could go in there and they'd have the book on the shelves and I could have, an, uh, I could have a, a book signing. But you gotta have a you gotta have books in the store available. So anyway, that's it. Uh, and you can also go to my publisher, Letra Press, L-E-T-T-R-A-P-R-E-S-S, and uh, go to their uh, their book page, and you can find my book and a lot of other good Christian books there too. And yeah. that's it. Yeah, and folks, don't forget that you can find us on the web anywhere called at, at livingingodsrhyme.com. Uh, in there, we've got pictures, we've got videos, we've got blog posts, and we've got all, every episode goes there first. Uh, also, you can find us at facebook.com backslash godstillrhymes. That's Tim's Facebook page. And... I don't know where Tim's video went, but I've lost him. So my video. Uh, yeah, I don't see any video of you anymore. I don't. Did you touch your get your camera key or something? No. Really? I haven't. Because it's very odd, folks. But it's just me on one side and a black screen with a little microphone. In the center on the other side so it looks like one of us is having internet issues there you are you're back oh i just there i just took my the mouse and scrolled across recording weird oh, it is weird yeah. maybe i hit it backwards before but anyway, well, it don't matter you're back now problem. um folks i'm working on the videos to get them up on the website faster it's a it's an issue i'm i'm still learning this portion of it so they're not um thumbnails yet they're just a link and it takes you right to it um I'm, that's on my list of things to make better I'm, I'm working on it i may have to i may have to have eli come in and help out i don't know <laughs> he can probably help me out with this one yeah <laughs> but uh Anyway, folks, that's the, it's there, though. I mean, I'm going to add more this week. Um, and next week, if, if uh, 
if God is in our favor, and I'm sure he is, we're going to have an interview, aren't we, Tim? That's our plan. Yes, it is. Sure. And, and, and just so we give them a little bit of a clue, who are we going to interview? We are going to have an interview with Martha Moore, who has a local ministry uh, called Me Time Ministry. It's for women. Uh, and in spite of that, I have a connection with them. And we'll get into that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martha is one of the most spirit-filled women I have ever met. Oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> full, of, full, full of the spirit. And she is so full of life. And, and full of life. And has so many great ideas. And just is, is we hope you'll, hope you'll listen and, uh, and really yes. receive from it like we did. Yeah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I've got, unless Tim's got something else. No, I think I, I think I've said my piece. <laughs> okay. All right. So you want to take us out? Everyone is at peace now. You want to say a prayer, then take us out. Yes. Okay. Right. Your heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you've given David and me. Uh, with this podcast. We pray pray today that you bless those who have listened to the podcast and that it has planted a seed where it needed to be planted. We pray for healing of those listeners who have health problems, and we pray that the needs of all are met. Amen. Amen. And we ask that, Father, in Jesus' name. And uh, a final comment. Believe the good news. Turn your problems, your life over to God, and may you rest this coming week. Okay. Why don't you take us out? Oh, if I, after I shut my computer down. Uh, remember, folks, I've already, I, my brain just went blank to him. Okay, sorry. here, I'll, I'll help you. You do it. If you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And never forget... We are the king's kids, and you'll never get rid of us because we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. Have a great week. Bye, folks. Bye.